0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident panelist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore dad So lots and lots and lots and lots of things um, to go over, and zero time. First of all, um, I am going on a bit of a trip this uh, weekend. So I'm not planning on recording, uh, partly because we're going to be out in the boonies a little bit, and I don't know how the reception thing is going to work. And also, I just don't want to be stressed about it. Um, I think I have done podcasts out there before sitting out in the car. Um, back in the day when I was a young lad doing the podcast, I f- pretty frequently did the podcast out in my car, whether that was on vacations, um, business trips, whatever reason. You know, people are sleeping. Don't have like an office or whatever in a hotel room, so you just plot, you know, you don't want to go to the hotel lobby, that's weird. So you just go sit in a van, or a car, or a truck, or whatever. But, um, so I've got a plan in place, and it involves basically pre-recording four or five podcasts today and tomorrow. So today, which is Thursday for me, I'll be recording for your today for Friday. I believe I'm going to be recording another one tomorrow for Saturday. Then we have another special guest. Um, We've actually got two special guests, and I don't know which one's going to be which, but we got another episode um, coming from Coach Hahn. I'll be doing the interview with him tomorrow. So that's not recorded yet. So I probably shouldn't promise you that. But pending any massive disasters, that should be happening. I am going to be bringing my laptop just in case. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, and then I also just got it all worked out. It's already recorded, it's ready to go. I listened to the first few minutes of it. I got to get going here. But. Very, very, very special guest, and I want i want it to be a surprise, because I'm i am weird with surprises. I don't know why. I, I, I'll i go to the grocery store, and I'll buy my wife a cheesecake, and I'll sneak it in the house, put it in the fridge, and tell her she's not allowed in the kitchen. I, <laughs> I, I don't know why I do that. Like, why can't I just be like, hey, I bought you a cheesecake, because you like cheesecake, and I'm a nice guy. No, it's got to be a surprise. And that just means you're, I bought you something, and you, I'm not going to tell you, and I don't know why. Why do we do what? What is what are surprises? What is that? What what is why do we do that? I can understand if it's like we have to wait until a certain time, like it's not your birthday yet. But what is that, and why why am I the way that I am? But I'm gonna try to uh, do away with that disorder. It's Matt Ramage. Uh, he was nice enough to have me on his uh, show the other day. I had a lot of fun, and him and I have been talking a little bit about some stuff. And it just kind of dawned on me that it'd be cool to have people kind of just guest host the show. Um, I'm going to be, I've already approached, obviously we got JJ. In fact, I need to talk to JJ because I don't know how to do math. I need to pre-record five episodes, not four episodes. So I got to hit up JJ and be like, dude, need your help. So you're going to have a lot of guest hosts here pretty soon. But I've got uh, two other people I'm going to be working with. Um, You know, Brady from Facebook. He is an unbelievably busy guy. He's got a lot of stuff going on in his life right now, and he's got a ton of plans, super ambitious guy. He's got the biggest Facebook page for Packers anything by about a mile, and I'm really looking forward to working with him. We've been trying since last year. We've never really been able to to make it work. We've had a lot of technical difficulties and everything else, but um, we're hoping to get that all squared away. I got a meeting with him, and um, I know he listens to the podcast, so surprise, surprise, one of the things I want to talk to him about. There's a couple things. Is maybe once in a while he wants to jump on and guest host. I don't know. It's up to him. I mean, whatever he wants to do. He's grown up and do whatever he wants. And then we've got somebody that's a little bit behind the scenes. Uh, Jacob discovered this person's talents and uh, brought this person to me, and we both think that they are talented and are putting together some stuff that would be fun. A lot of stuff, man. I'm excited. I'm things are things are in motion, man. Um, Anyways, thank yous. First of all, thank you to everybody that has tuned in. The numbers are through the roof still, and that's pretty fantastic. Again, partially because of uh, JJ bringing bringing us up to two episodes a day with the breaking news stuff, Um, but also, you know, the the actual breaking news stuff. But um, we've about more than doubled normal numbers. So thank you very much for that. Also, lots of other thank yous. Let me get it all straightened away here. With more listeners comes more generosity. So we got to go through that. But uh, first of all, thank you very much to Mr. Uh, Andrew Peth, a listener of the show, uh, sent over a donation via PayPal, which is something that used to be more regular that people just don't do anymore, Um, kicking it old school. But I really do appreciate that. But uh, even more so than that, thank you for the kind words. Um, You would think after doing this for so many years, I would have just a base level of confidence where it's like, I know... That I don't suck at this. I might not be the best in the world, but I, I kind of got a good idea that I don't suck at this. But it's still, every once in a while, people send you a message and it's like, wow, that uh, that, that, that that meant a lot. That was awesome. So thank you very much for that. Um, also, thank you very much to... I, I was kind of surprised. I just went and haven't had anybody donate to the Palmer home in a while. I kind of figured maybe we were done with that. But uh, thank you very, very much to Brian, Dennis, and an anonymous donor... Um, for your donations. three donors put us at over 250 dollars. Uh, Brian went above and beyond with his donation, but all three of them were, were very, very sizable. Really, really appreciate that. again, it's going to a great cause. Palmer home for children. Um, these are these are homes that house about eight people. I think it's two parents and, and six children is how it works or no eight children. I'm dumb. So there's eight children in a home and again, there's there's actual like parents there, so it's a home environment. And they take care of these kids that are having a real rough time. And just, you know, getting them just like a parent would. You get them involved in activities, and you help them with their homework, and you see them off to school, and, and you, you you know, just take care of them. So uh, there are links on my Twitter. There are links in the Packernet Podcast Facebook group. And if you want to support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy. All right. So we're kind of in the same uh, position we were yesterday, in which there's just too much to talk about. Um, so... I'm going to just rapid-fire some stuff. I want to go through the notes. So we've got LaFleur uh notes for their press conferences day one and two. We've got Tunyon, Kenny Clark, Aaron Jones, and Randall Cobb notes. we got training camp day one and training camp day two notes, and I also took notes on Bears training camp because I'm a madman, because I'm a hard-working man, and because I care about you people. Except you're not getting the information on time... <laughs> cuz i i don't know i have fun man i enjoy it but why don't we just start ripping through let's see if we can do this today let's just see let's see what happens you know what calling an audible because I, I i i here's the thing this is people <laughs> rolling their eyes I, it was a good plan but i'm just i just opened up my notes for goodacons and as soon as i start reading it i'm going to launch into a tirade and we're never going to get anywhere it's less likely i'm going to do that with with just generic football notes So let's just look at training camp day one and two. That's what we're doing today. Boom. It's official training camp day one and two. All right. Training camp day one. And so the the way that I do this, if you haven't uh, been a part of this in the past, I break it down by position. So we have got miscellaneous at the top. We've got offense, defense, and then each position group. So it's not necessarily linear in terms of when it happened. It will be by position, but then we're kind of going back to the beginning of the timeline. So it's not in order. It's organized by position so the first note on on training camp day one is that and and also I don't take notes on who said these things I apologize it's just an extra step that I don't really want to take because I'm trying to keep up on stuff but thank you very much to all the people that are there that are doing this that make my job easier that go to training camp and fire off notes on Twitter left and right um, incredibly helpful and insightful and makes it a lot of fun for us and and I will say this especially because I have tried to follow Bears Twitter during training camp, Vikings and Lions Twitter. Bears Twitter, there's a couple now. Lions and Vikings, I find nothing. I don't, maybe they just don't have public practices. Maybe it's just because of COVID, because I only tried it this year and last year. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. And occasionally you'll get an article after the fact about here's what happened on day one, and it's not very much detail. So it's, it sucks. And it's great to be a Packer fan. But anyways, um, the first note is Loving the energy from Drayton and Barry. So coaches that are getting all fired up on the sideline, that's one of the things that's noted about uh, Mr. Joe Barry, our defensive coordinator, is he's full of energy. He's not like Petten. Petten was stoic. You know, he would stand there and fold his arms and scowl at you. And we all liked it, right? He's a hard-nosed guy, real intelligent, but he's just a scary dude. And he's going to bring fear to the NFC North, except that didn't necessarily happen. So we're going kind of in a different direction. doing an opposites thing, as uh, Joe Bennett said on The Office. Gabe's tall and weak, and Kelly's short and strong. I'm doing an opposites thing. Well, we're doing an opposites thing. A generic note of the offense for day one says, offense is beating up on the defense today. Rogers to Tunyon for another touchdown. Again, that's not in order, but it just kind of is a general note. The offense had the day. Now, tomorrow, as in today, as in yesterday for you, very confusing. Day two, that was not the case, but moving on. Getting into the quarterbacks, which you could save the best for last, but we're just going to go in order because I'm a psychopath. Um, you could say Aaron Rodgers, this is the note, you could say Aaron Rodgers appears to be in jovial spirits. He tugged on quarterback coach Luke Getzey's shorts for some good-natured ribbing and cut it up some support staff between individual reps. So there's no question at all, Aaron Rodgers is back. And I mean that in every possible way possible. Got it? Any possible way possible um it seems like when he came back he's been in great spirits smiling you know he kind of just aired it all out and said this is what's up he's been cutting it up with coaches he's been cutting it up with players he's just having a good old time you know there's clearly some tension between Rodgers and Gudekunst, and I think we understand what that tension is at this point and and all that um tomorrow I guess when we get into the press conferences we'll kind of delve into that um You know, the difference with Gutekunst, especially day two Gutekunst, was interesting. But outside of that, it looks like Rodgers has just dropped it. And a lot of the the players talk about that, how you got to just be laser focused. You know, you got to drop all that other stuff. And Rodgers understands that as well as anyone. And it seems like he's done that. And he's just, he's back at it. A couple other generic notes. Love throws low for Nauta, incomplete. Rodgers with an extended uh, conversation with Sternberger while Love was taking reps. See, that's okay. This is another thing. There's always at least two people on a play. Sometimes there's multiple people. So these notes kind of get mixed up. There's a note for Jay Sternberger, he messed up. Jace looked kind of terrible day one. This came after that. Rogers with an extended conversation with Sternberger while Love was taking reps. Looks like Rogers was just going over expectations of a play and encouraging him. If there was any question that Rogers was going to just come in and go through the motions, that won't be the case. So to say that he was going over expectations, we probably could have just cut the sentence off there. Not expectations on that play. No, he's going over his expectations <laughs> because Jace has got to step it up in general, but especially in regards to Aaron Rodgers. If, if he's already got a bunch of guys he likes, he's got a bunch of wide receivers he likes. He's got Cobb back now who he really, really likes. He's got tight ends that he re- he loves Mercedes. I think he really likes uh, Nauta. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He's got plenty of guys that he can rely on. Tunyon, obviously. If Jace is going to come out and start dropping, it's just, you know, just just call it. Next note says, Another nice play by Jordan Love to step up in the pocket, buy time, and find Kylan Hill near the end zone. Hill was able to wiggle in for a touchdown. Nice stretch by Love here. Next note, Young guys still want uh, still won the field. because am guessing that's supposed to be on the field. So, essentially, practice kind of ends but the everybody goes inside except the quote-unquote young guys. So I think it would be rookies, but they're keeping love out there also. So rookie-esque guys, number two guys, I don't know. I don't know how they figure that out, but that's sort of what this second period is. And then in that same period, last note for the quarterbacks, heck of a pass from Benker to Winfrey at the pylon. Running back notes, first on the uh, docket, Dexter Williams with a nice twisting, falling away catch in the back of the end zone against air from Aaron Rodgers, shows off his hands, big camp for Dexter, Uh, not big in terms of he's done well because obviously he just started, but big in terms of he needs to step up, and I was pleased to see, um, it. definitely, I'll say this, if I had to guess who's winning based on these couple days, Kylan Hill is it. Uh, The notes about Kylan Hill have been fantastic, but I'm not quite giving up on Dexter quite yet. Next note says, first practice, no pads, but Kylan Hill has some wiggle in his cutback when he hits a hole. Next note, nice run by Kylan Hill to get to the second level. Amari in motion messed with the defense. That quote right there just got me all freaked out. So they're sending Amari in motion, defense gets all thrown off, and Kylan Hill takes advantage of that and rips cuts right through the defense. I mean, it's hard to craft a sentence that's going to get me more excited than that. There are a few. They're out there. They're in these notes, and we're going to read them but it's hard because that's a good one. Next note, fun to watch Kylan Hill with the ball. Good burst and elusiveness. Gorgeous snag by Jones out of the backfield on a high throw from Rodgers. Full extension, great grab. Dylan up the middle for a touchdown. Those are in quotes. Although the defense obviously not trying to bring him down. Final note, Dexter Williams with a touchdown run inside. Nice play by Dexter who's had a nice practice. So all the guys getting involved, everybody looked pretty good. Now granted, Things change when we start talking about tackling and all these kinds of things. These guys are more or less able to run free right now. But it sounds, I mean, you got to remember there are times when these guys just are not doing the right things. They're not hitting the right holes. They're not going to the right places. They're not catching the passes. They're not running the right routes. This is clean. And so, okay, maybe it wouldn't have been a touchdown. Maybe it wouldn't have been a 15-yard gain. It would have been two, whatever. But you don't see Matt LaFleur jumping out going, what are you doing, dummy? It's a clean practice, man. These are professionals. These these are mercenaries, and that's what I love about it. And and you get that quote from Randall Cobb, and obviously I'm jumping the gun. That's for tomorrow. But you know when he starts talking about how the you know he left the Texans and he kind of bashed the Texans and then walked it back a little bit and was like, look, they're a startup and this is a Fortune 500 company. You start to understand that the difference between good teams and bad teams. It's not just the roster construction, although that's part of it. This is just. This is another level, man. And there's several teams that are on this level, but teams like the Texans cannot get to this level. That's not to say they can't have a fluke win here and there or whatever. At the end of the day, you got professionals, and professionals are real good at football. But there's it's just such a well-oiled machine at every level. And these guys have come in, and they are just looking real good. They're ready to go. This is a team that's ready to compete today. Some teams are years away from being ready to compete. This team is ready to compete today. And I dig it. Uh, Notes for the wide receivers. Obviously, this is a little bit old, but I'll read it anyways because it's kind of funny to go back in history. Funchess, Equinemius, MVS all accounted for, so unlikely they were involved in any deal for Cobb. Um, Scrolling, scrolling. Alan Lazard came back in great shape. He and Devontae Adams leading wide receivers through individuals. Rodgers just threw a pass to Funches in drills. Pretty sure that's the first time the two have ever connected. Will be big for Funches to get on the same page as 12. There's a lot of guys kind of standing out, but Funches has had a couple nice passes and receptions so far. Um, It's going to be tough to get him mixed in, but it's like I've been saying, and it's even like Cobb said. Cobb's like, you know, I'm a guy, I'm not the guy. Outside of Devontae, everybody's kind of just a guy, and I think that's fine, and I think Funches is going to be a guy, and I think he's going to be a good a guy. As much as everybody wants to convince us that that's not the case, you know, that, that the Packers have good pieces, that Lazard is a good, you know, I've had, I don't even want to get started on Bears fans, but I had a guy try to tell me, like, you don't even have a number two wide receiver. Like, dummy, yes, we do. Yes, we do. If, if you want to say MVS isn't a number two, I might concede that. Lazard is, Funchess is, Amari might be, and Cobb now absolutely is. He's actually a, a pretty high-level number two. Anyways, continuing on, Malik Taylor makes a nice move in the open field against KB on Ento to get some extra yards. Bailey Gaither with a very nice route against Kadar, but Love chooses to check it down. Gaither had nice separation on a deep comeback route. Um, and then we get this. Now, there's a couple times where I grab many tweets because it's either a really big thing, and I want to kind of highlight that because it's just everybody keeps talking about it and talking about it. Also, on a lot of these, people have different perspectives. And sometimes people say things and it just sounds different depending on what details are provided. So some of these, there's multiple tweets about one play. Um, This is one of them. Pretty throw and catch from Rodgers to EQ on Alexander for a touchdown in team. Rodgers with a perfect floater to the front corner of the end zone in team. Nice diving catch by Equinemius for a touchdown. First wow play of camp. Rodgers rolls left, lobs a 20-yard touchdown pass, throwing to a spot in the left corner of the end zone and letting EQ run under it which he did for a sliding catch. And it's funny because sometimes I'll read these tweets and it's like, dude, do you understand I'm not watching? How do you leave out all those details? I mean, I appreciate what you're doing and I get that there's only so many characters and you got to hurry up because your fingers hurt and you got to move on to the next play. But you just told me that it was a nice throw from Rodgers to Equinemius for a touchdown. And it's, you know, 20-yard touchdown pass um, on the spot, left corner of the end zone, Equinemius sliding catch. I want to know that. I don't know. And then uh, the, not final, but another one that has multiple. Uh, Gorgeous connection from Love to Amari for a Mm -hmm. touchdown. Jordan Love drops a dime to Amari Rodgers in the end zone. That was pretty. Great ball from Love. Amazing catch from Amari Rodgers for a score uh, with Chandon Sullivan all over him. Retweeting this to emphasize the throw on a fade from Love to Amari. Good coverage, but a Rodgers-esque throw and a fantastic late-hands catch from Amari. Play of the day so far. Next, bunch of tweets. First injury scare of training camp, Devontae Adams slow to get up after catching a touchdown pass from Aaron Rodgers at red zone period, walked off under his own power. Wide receiver Devontae Adams went down after a quick hitch and stayed down for a minute, might have been kicked, not sure. And then the final tweet, it was an inadverted shot to the family jewels, I believe, crisis averted. So we're good. I mean, he's not good, but it's fine. Final note for wide receivers, Rodgers to Adams for a touchdown now. I don't know what that means Sullivan had no chance on Adams with a quick move to the outside I mean it's kind of unfair but yeah good job moving on to the tight ends now um non-shooting period but DeGuara definitely shifting into next gear and is off to the side rehab exercises he's running and cutting so that's always great news I'm really excited as I've said a thousand times for him to get back he's another guy that's just a role player but I'm excited about the role that he plays Jay sternberger starts off camp with a drop in team drills huge camp for jace not the way he'd like to start that was the tweet in which Rodgers then approached him love to sternberger for an easy touchdown on a bootleg sternberger was left wide open another nathaniel hackett red zone special so um cool that sternberger comes back i don't know how long after this was but he comes back gets that touchdown from love another good play from love but it sounds like it was a big scheme thing where the defense just didn't account for them. So Nathaniel Hackett making magic happen. And that's one of the things they've been doing. I think it's in the notes for day two, but um, they're utilizing tight ends a ton in the red zone. And that's kind of cool, man. We get a bunch of tight ends down there and just confuse everybody. You don't know what's going on. Next note, and maybe, eh, maybe this is it. No, but kind of. Rodgers to Tunyon for an easy touchdown in red zone. Tight ends continue. Oh yeah, there you go. Tight ends continue to be a force in the red zone for this offense. Draft Tunyon in your fantasy league accordingly. Some offensive line notes now. Uh, the starting offensive line configuration for day one was Elton Jenkins at left tackle, Runyon at left guard, Myers at center, Patrick at right guard, and Turner at right tackle. Sorry if you can hear the baby screaming. I don't know why she's screaming, but she's screaming. So you never know if that's like a happy scream or just. An annoyed scream, sad scream, getting kicked scream. They're all the same scream. I don't know. Uh, Next note says, first few reps for Packers first team offense. Fumbled snap and then a drop ball by Sternberger. So obviously we already talked about the drop ball, but this is now another note. Apparently there was a fumbled snap, which is not what you want to see. Remember, Myers is the first team center and you have presumably Rogers under center and a fumbled exchange. Maybe it wasn't Rogers. Either way, you can't have that. Moving on, next note. Offensive line creating some nice running lanes for Jones and Dillon. Love to see it. Ben Braden getting some snaps at right tackle. John Dietzen at right guard. Cole Van Lannan at left tackle. If you're taking notes on your 53-man roster, I'll say that one more time. After the first team, which I already listed, Ben Braden getting snaps at right tackle. John Dietzen at right guard. Cole Van Lannan at left tackle. Next note says Packers giving Runyon and Big Ben Braden a shot at the open left guard spot with Jenkins at left tackle. Switching over to the defense now, starting defense uh, defensive line Lowry, Clark, and Lancaster are your starting defensive linemen, defensive tackles. Nothing super new there. Um, Linebackers Preston, Barnes, Campbell, and Gary. So Gary and Preston starting on the edge. Barnes and uh, Campbell right away starting at linebacker. At corner, you have Stokes and Alexander with Sullivan. Now, to keep in mind, don't get too excited about Stokes. Kevin King is injured. So uh, it's not a bad sign, but um, that would be the reason Stokes is there. Don't exactly know the deal with Gary over Zedarius, but whatever. He's probably hurt too. I don't remember. I usually make a note of that, but I I didn't for some reason. There's a list of guys that aren't practicing. Um, And then Amos and Savage at safety. He goes on to say, yes, that's 12, but it depends on the package. But these are your base starters at those positions. Defensive tackle note, just one from Aaron Nagler says, T.J. Slayton is a monster of a human, good Lord. There's a lot of real good notes on T.J. Slayton. There's there's, they're always just like one tiny little note that just gets dropped in the middle of nowhere, but it's always a great note, and I'm very excited about it. That was the first and the only for this day. Some edge rush notes, Randy Ramsey makes his presence felt with the, with Dikembe Mutombo-like rejection of a Jordan Love pass. Rashawn Gary has had a really nice practice and just beat Elton Jenkins with a rip move for a would-be sack if 12 wasn't wearing red. Gary just destroyed Turner off the line. No pads yet, but his play has jumped off the field today. Now remember, this happened uh, two years ago. When we got, we drafted Rashawn Gary, and we brought in Zadarius and Preston. It was Gary and Zadarius that killed everybody. I mean, it was especially Zadarius, but Gary was there too. Nobody could stop those guys at all. I remember Bakhtiari could not stop them to save his life. And so we were real excited. And that was the year Zedarius did break out. uh, And then they just didn't really give Rashawn many opportunities. And it kind of is understandable. I mean, he's a talented pass rusher, but I think an unrefined product. But he's picking up right where he left off. I mean, you just cut the guy loose. He's just going to destroy people. He's just a freak. I mean, that's what he is. Is he a refined freak? I don't know. But he's a freak. Linebacker notes, Devondre Campbell and Chris Barnes are the ones at linebacker, like I already said. So that's not, I have that note twice, basically. Cornerback Stokes out at the jugs machine early. So um, he was like the first guy out there. I think tomorrow it's, or day two, it was Kenny. It's always kind of cool to see who's the first guy out there, just getting those reps to really try to to stand out. Next note says Jair and Stokes working together in the DB drills. Looks like a lot of discussion taking place between reps, which is great to see. Um, it says Stokes the ones uh, was with the ones, which again, we already knew that. And then finally, special teams note for training camp day one. In addition to starting at inside linebacker, Devondre Campbell is getting first team reps on punt coverage and may wind up on other units as well. So that is, ladies and gentlemen, day one. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll cover day two, which would be Thursday of training camp. But let's take a break and we'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Day two of training camp. This is Thursday's training camp went for two hours. Uh, no, one hour and 45 minutes. Quarterback notes for the day. Jordan love threw the rollout pass in the basket, which I know is meaningful to some. So this is obviously during the early warmups or whatever, where they're just kind of working on footwork and throwing on the run and all that stuff. He rolls out, hits the basket. Um, Next note says, Jordan Love now running jet motion in quarterback drills. Wouldn't that be something? Um, J-Lo with a seed to Devin Funches in team. laser from Love, this is second note on the same play. Laser from Love to Funches off play action. Tight coverage from Sullivan, but just enough heat on the throw to beat him. Love looks much more comfortable than he did last year. A lot more being thrown in rhythm. Rodgers on target with pass after pass and team drill. Love had some misfires, including a high pass to Hill that inside linebacker Ty Summers picked off, which I made that a linebacker note, but I kind of spoiled the surprise just now. But, Anyways, I put that with a linebacker note because obviously that's more exciting for Ty Summers, but yes, uh, overthrow to Hill that uh, Ty Summers picked off. Rodgers and Devontae not on the same page. Throw is well behind on a mid-level crosser. Rodgers gestures to Devontae and indicating my bad. Telepathy, Devontae mentioned yesterday, must have been on the fritz. Hilarious commentary. Love just threw to Bailey Gaither, who just who gets flipped in the air but still comes down with the catch. Love throws a pass behind Kylan Hill, who had to spin around behind him to try to make the catch. Falls incomplete. Love hasn't been sharp today thus far. So day two, not as good as day one. Whatever. He's having a better camp than Justin Fields. That's all I know. I had to throw the dig in there. I just, I had to. This note was not supposed to be in here. And then finally, uh, Benkert with a back shoulder dart to Winfrey in rookie period. Winfrey keeps forcing his way into the conversation. We'll talk more about that when we get to wide receiver. Speaking of wide receiver, Cobb catches a ball from Rodgers in individual drills, and the crowd goes bonkers. There is audio of that. If you can go find it, they did erupt. Next note, Rodgers deep to Winfrey while Winfrey's roster spot got harder this week. Dude keeps making plays. Um, there's three notes on that. Juwan Winfrey still making plays, hauls in a deep ball over Adrian Amos on a heave from Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be hard to cut him if he keeps that up. Winfrey had Adrian and Sullivan beat by several steps in teamwork. Had to actually slow down a bit to catch the deep shot from Rodgers. Heck of a play. So again, Winfrey having a real good camp so far. Next note says, Amari Rodgers still getting first team reps, even with Randall Cobb here. Rodgers just used, uh... Rodgers just used as the jet motion guy in Matt LaFleur's scheme. Seems like the obvious role for him, Cobb or no Cobb. I, when they say Rodgers, I get confused. I was like, Rodgers is the jet motion guy. What are you talking about? You mean he put him in motion? I don't understand. Rodgers to MVS off play action. Quick pass after a quick fake. Saw that concept quite a bit last season. Nice completion. Second note on that, Rodgers hits MVS with a dart over the middle appeared to get inside Eric Stokes. Next note, just one of those fun ones. I understand there's no pads, but Amari Rogers looks like a scary dude in space. Uh, next note, several notes on this one play, but it says the window Rogers just fit in between Alexander and Savage to Devontae was not human. Absolutely unreal. Next note, Rogers to Adams, deep to open team. Jair held Adams to start, then Savage badly mistimed what should have been an easy pick. Adams hauls it in and keeps running. A lot of bad on that play, but ended up looking good for Rogers adams Now, I remember this. Herman was the one with that note. Everybody else was extremely positive. He had a lot of negative in there. But the next two notes, Rodgers floats a bomb to Adams over Alexander and somehow passed Savage's fingers for a long touchdown. Final note, wow, Devontae Adams with one of the best late hand catches I've seen in camp setting. Rodgers lofts a ball down the sideline that's nearly picked but gets through to Adams for a 60-yard touchdown. Again, those details that you just, you know, it's it's the fourth tweet. You find out it was a 60-yard touchdown. Next note, Aaron Rodgers unleashes a no-look pass to Amari Rodgers across the field into the f- right flat. Rodgers flashes a smile to the rookie Rodgers after he catches it. MVP is MVP is feeling it a bit today. A heck of a catch by Gaither, who just dumped to the turf. No pads, no contact. Packers rookie cornerback Shamar Jean Charles upended wide receiver Bailey Gaither after catching a pass across the middle of the field from Jordan Love. Landed upside down, heck of a catch holding on to that. Final note, Winfrey with another catch in the developmental period. He's been a machine today. So keep an eye on Winfrey. And again, for those of you working on the 53, if you dumped Winfrey off your list, maybe just slide him back in for now. I know it's getting crowded, but something to consider. Running back notes for the day. Big runoff tackle by A.J. Dillon behind Mercedes Lewis and Billy Turner. A.J. Dillon has really shown off his hands today. Dillon had really natural hands and plucked the ball out of the air. Second note on that play, Nice hands from Dylan in the left flat. Rodgers got him to look after looking deep and not liking it. Nice job from A.J. catching away from his body and not breaking stride to turn in a nice gainer. That is probably one of the biggest. That and pass blocking are massive. The only reason this guy doesn't get force-fed the ball over and over and over and over and over. And I'm not saying Aaron Jones doesn't play. He's got a massive role. But remember, he's a running back and he also can be on the field as a receiver at any point. But as just a guy that's trusted to be out there is just a hammer. He has to be able to do these things. And if he's showing the coach, hey, I can catch whenever you want me to catch. In other words, if you call me out there and it's a run play and Rogers audibles and says, I'm, I'm, I need you to either stay in and block or I need you to split out wide or I need you to go run a, a curl route or whatever it is, you can trust me that not only do I know the play, but I can execute the play. And he's showing it right here and now, which is great. Final note, Dexter Williams had a little hesitation at the line, but it allowed him to set up his block and he accelerated quickly for a nice pickup. Williams has had a nice start to camp. So again, a lot of notes for everybody, a lot of positive for the running backs. Nothing bad about the running backs. Um, Very just excited about all of them, man. Tight end notes, Mercedes Lewis one-on-one against Rashawn Gary protecting 12. Lewis is so darn good. Just a sixth offensive lineman out there. Next note, Rogers to Tunyon with Savage in coverage along the sideline. Short game, but nice job by Rogers finding him and hitting him where only Tunyon could get it. Finally, Nauta wiped out by a defensive back on a screen. Some offensive line notes. uh, So there was kind of a funny little thing that took place, which wasn't funny at the time, but early on, there was a report, David Bakhtiari is out here in pads right now. And I freaked out. I was like, are you kidding me? He's out there? He's going to practice right now? Turns out, new guy, Dennis Kelly, that we just picked up, who looks strikingly similar to David Bakhtiari, especially in like a helmet and stuff, put on David Bakhtiari's jersey, his uniform, and walked out there. So there was a big false alarm, and also Bakhtiari came out later with uh, Dennis Kelly's jersey on. (laughs) Ha ha, very funny, not funny. Anyways, the new starting offensive line for day two, Jenkins, Braden at left guard, Myers at center, Patrick at right guard, and Turner at right tackle. Uh, Shortly after, John Runyon comes in with the ones at left guard, replacing Braden, but again, you can kind of see that back and forth, trying out different guys, different combinations. Next note, Billy Turner, fantastic protection against Rashawn Gary to allow Rodgers to fire to Adams, who drops the pass. Stokes in coverage. I know it's a drop, but I'm going to go ahead and credit that Stokes. Former Badgers offensive lineman Cole Van Lanning getting in some work at left tackle with the backups. Rodgers buys time and more great protection from Turner and finds that man win-free over the middle for a nice pickup. David Bakhtiari exits the Hudson Center into Ray Nitschke Field and immediately pulls a Dennis Kelly jersey over his shoulders. Kelly, the newly signed tackle, is wearing Bakhtiari's jersey at his first practice. This is going to be fun. Sounds like a great pickup. Moving on to defense, I had one sort of general defensive note, and it was Gary and Clark specifically are ruining people. By the way, well, we'll get there, but Kenny Clark, but it's just, I mean, what a great note that is. Gary and Clark specifically are ruining people. <laughs> it makes me so happy. I'm so excited for Rashawn Gary and Kenny Clark. Defensive tackle notes, uh, first one on the field today, Kenny Clark working on his own. Uh, next up, a Jake Hansen, Simon Stepniak double team on TJ Slat- Slayton does nothing. Slayton was still moving in a position, uh, positive direction. He's going to be tough to hand. So two guys double-teamed T.J. Slayton, and he just kept moving. In whatever direction he was going, it didn't slow him down very much. Next note, we've got a Jack Heflin sighting. Knifes through for a would-be sack on Jordan Love. Love throws a tight bullet to Funchess anyway, who makes a nice catch against Kadar. T.J. Slayton is a completely immovable object, is the next note. Next one says, Kenny Clark doing Kenny Clark things and clogging up the middle, stuffing up an inside run. Kenny Clark with a would-be sack of Rodgers. Really nice practice for Kenny today. So day two, Kenny absolutely tears it up. TJ Slayton, again, still just looking like a beast and and doing what we want TJ Slayton to do. Again, I don't expect a lot as far as pressure, not to say he won't get one or two here or there, but his big thing is you get two guys on him because right now, you got to understand right now, the big thing is we're going to double can and then what are you going to do? Well, you can't do that with TJ there. TJ requires two guys especially in the run game. And that's, that's where this is really going to help because remember, as much as we want Kenny Clark to be the man as a pass rusher, Kenny Clark is a phenomenal run defender. And if he's the nose tackle and they're double teaming him, none of the other guys are elite run defenders. Zedarius is a great pass rusher. He's not a great run defender. Rashawn, good pass rusher, not a great run defender. Preston, not a great run defender. Linebackers, not great run defenders occasionally, right? They'll have good days, they'll have good plays, whatever, but as a general rule, they're not very good at it. Kenny is the man, but they just double team him all day. Specifically in in running situations on running plays, TJ Slayton is a guy that you have to account for, probably with two guys if you want to be able to run against this team. I think that's a fantastic thing. Moving on to edge rusher notes for the day. First up, hard to tell without pads on, but seems to me Rashawn Gary would have some serious sack numbers these first couple of days. Hashtag disruptive. Preston Smith standing over the center, a la Zedaria Smith, and knifes through for a pressure, which almost leads to a Jair interception, who had great coverage on Jace. So Preston Smith making his presence known. Rashawn Gary gets the edge on Mercedes Lewis on an outside toss to Dylan. No easy task against Mercedes. Gary finally beats Turner with pure strength. I don't know why he's got to say finally beats Turner. He's having a great tank and you got a great camp and you got to throw a dig at him, but. Gary finally beats Turner with pure strength and forces a throwaway by 12. Alexander was on the sideline and picked it off out of bounds. Next note on the same play, Rashawn Gary splits the double team and in Rogers' face to force the throwaway. Kind of a Rashawn Gary special. He's caused more interceptions than he's just about had sacks. Finally, Tipa Galea is so smooth. Just put Koi Kronk on a blender with a spin move. Would have had a clean sack. Tipa Galea is a good player, man. He's a real... He's, he's tough because he's so small. I want to say he's like in his 230s. He's he's a tiny guy, but he's all every camp he shows up and he's impressive. It's going to be hard to get him on the field because he's so limited in what he can do, but I think the things that he can do well, I think he does really well. And he's sticking around for a reason. The fact that he's the size that he is and the Packers do not want to let him go just goes to tell you there's something there. Linebacker, the only note again. Love intercepted by Ty Summers to end team period. Love overthrew running back. Easy pick for Ty uh, defense erupted, et cetera, et cetera. Cornerback notes. First one says Jair Alexander. He's still got it. Next note says Alexander comes back with a pass deflection a couple plays later. Obviously, that was referencing something else that we don't care about. Uh, same note, Jair Alexander doing Jair Alexander things. Aaron Rodgers throws an out route to Jay Sternberger to the left sideline, and Alexander shoots out of a cannon to break it up. Terrific break, seen that before. And that's a good thing too, because again, I don't expect Jair to be the number one corner. But it doesn't mean he has to be bad, right? Is he going to be like a number 2, number 3, number 5, number 10, number 15? What does that mean? I don't know. Hopefully he's still a dominant corner. That's all I care about. Next note, Stokes with sticky coverage on Adams on a second reaction play, incomplete from Rodgers. Fantastic note. I mean, it's not like Stokes is sticking on Winfrey. I mean, he's stuck with Devontae and causing an incompletion. That's fantastic. KB Onento with a great coverage on Amari Rodgers over the middle. Nice tight window throw from Love to Lazard, but a pass breakup from Josh Jackson. Great throw and a better play by Josh. Finally, Jair and Adams with a really late, fun battle in the slot uh, on a deep fade. Alexander had good coverage, but the ball was so badly underthrown. Safety notes, Packers showing some three-safety nickel with Adrian Amos in the box. Vernon Scott back deep with Darnell Savage. So that's kind of interesting. And again, if you're working on your roster, it looks like Vernon Scott, uh, if you didn't already have that, Penned in. Vernon Scott seems to be the number three. Uh, next and final note now Ennis gains with a great pass breakup and coverage against Isaac Nauta. Final note special teams, Molson, who is competing for a job. Uh, says Molson hit seven of eight field goals. His long was 50. Wide right from 48 was his lone miss. Didn't see any updates on Mason or anything like that, so that's all we got for special teams. But, anyways, uh, I think I'm going to cut it there and try to get some sleep. I got to get up bright and early and. Uh, so tomorrow I have to get up very early and I have to interview Coach Hahn. I have to get that uploaded and then I immediately have to record another podcast, uh, do that, and then get that uploaded and ready to go on top of editing and uploading Matt Ramage's podcast and then go upstairs and pack the car and then drive like eight hours. So that's going to be great. All that to say, I need some sleep. So you folks have yourselves a great day. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.